Hello and welcome to episode number six of Upstate Blue Shirts, a New York Rangers podcast. We have the tag team today, the actual two of us. Uh, I am Travis, fresh off a 12-hour drive from Tennessee, and we have Nico, who is, I believe, fresh off of half a bottle of liquor. No, I've been on beer all day. Oh, okay. Well, at least you're, at least you have a good choice there. Um. Anyways, we are American Pilsner. I'm not drinking your craft beer bullshit. I mean, American Pilsner is a craftable beer if you get it, and it's not Coors Light. It's not. I'm not that fucking cheap. <laughs> what do you? What do you have? Michelob Ultra. No. What do? You, who do you take me for? Well then, well, you drinking? What are you drinking? Miller, come on. Uh, well, you know what? I don't know if I told you, but they they invented light beer. Yes, I know that. Yeah, they are. Believe it or not, um, they created the enzyme that allows that to happen. I learned that. In, well, anyways, I thoroughly enjoy it. Hockey is what we're here for, not hockey, not fermentation science. So, um. The boys are Welcome fucking... to Upstate Blue Shirts. This is going to be episode six. <laughs> I said that to start. Um, I don't care. I'm saying it again. So, but anyways, on the topic of of hockey, uh, the I I know that when we left off, we were particularly worried about the Thanksgiving stretch of hockey, and clearly we had nothing to fucking worry about because the boys are still Not buzzing. A goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, the best team in the league. Johnny Quick what? is a Vesna candidate as a backup, like what six zero and one with a one nine four, six and an oh, and a nine thirty save percentage. Yeah, I mean it's, it's just ridiculous. He he starts off Thanksgiving. Of. He starts off Thanksgiving week by shutting down Sid the Kid and Gino in what I can only describe as Macario's worst nightmare. <laughs> 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 a one nothing a one nothing fucking snoozer of a game. Yeah, but there was it it gave me I don't want to say the word hope because I get I get very scared with that word, but it gave me affirmations that I am correct in assuming that the Rangers can win in a number of ways. They don't have to just play Ranger hockey like they used to. Oh, 100%. So, they they were in what I would call a slog, one of those fucking grimy games where nothing's fucking happening. And they just sat the defense down, relied on Johnny to get it done, and came out of that shithole in Pittsburgh with a dub. Um in, in that game, Johnny Quick records his sixtieth shutout of his career, becoming most, the most by an American born yes. goaltender. Congrats to him. Uh, fucking tri-state area born and raised Johnny Quick lifelong Ranger fan Johnny Quick also the goal for this game is is scored by probably the most unlikely candidate (laughs) yeah Alexi Lafreniere uh, who historically is a backhander yeah historically is a fucking no-show and this year it's like I don't know if if Lav has him playing in a way that is in conducive to his success or if he just finally kind of the light bulb went off, but the dude's buzzing this, he's buzzing right now. It's that's his eighth goal of the year. I think he has 20 points on the season. 
Which no, I don't think he's got that many assists. Which I mean, let's go. Let's go check. I know I that was that was a that was a ridiculous estimation. That was me. yeah, that was a reach. <laughs> I want to think he's. I want to think he's like mid teens. 15, 16. Which, either way, for Alexi Lafreniere at the American Thanksgiving point of the season is, re- like, gaspy a career high. Oh, no. We're we're at a dozen. A dozen points in 19 games. 19 games. That's got to be his best clip to start a season ever. Yeah. I, I cannot be that far out I mean, of pocket by saying we've got, that. We've got... We've got two that are over a point a game at the moment. Right, but I'm saying for him. For him, yeah. That's as a, that's as a first overall. Yeah, that's in what what is this, his fourth season? He was a twenty twenty pick, right? He was twenty twenty, so he played twenty one, twenty two, twenty and then yeah, this is his third year, I believe. Okay. So Man, I feel like he's been around forever, but I might be totally wrong. But hockey's fucked up, too, because like you follow your prospects for a long time before you draft them, so it feels like they're on the team a lot longer. Like Before we ever even drafted Brendan Othman, we were like, we're going to take Brendan Othman. Like, once we knew we had that pick, we yeah. just stalked them for years. Um, but So that could be why. <laughs> but either way, the point remains... Alexi Lafreniere easily off to his so far on on pace for his best season ever, best start to a season ever. Uh, it's a good time for him because people were pretty much wanting to put him on the trading block and sell him high um, before he became an absolute fucking dumpster fire of a uh, of a number one overall pick. But I'm glad they didn't do that because historically speaking, the Rangers do that, and then they ship him off to like fucking yeah. Pittsburgh or somebody, and then he becomes like the number one player in the league and fucks us. So stick with him. And uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that was a snoozer of a game. Not much to really talk about. The Rangers sat down after scoring five. No, that was yeah, five minutes and ten seconds into the first period. So you went forty-five minutes without, without a fucking goal. anything happening. So without uh, anything, yeah, yeah. So snoozer of a game, but it's a dub, and that's all that matters. So that moved the Rangers to 13-3-1 on the year. Uh, Then Friday came the UFC fight. Whoa, Oh, never mind. Sorry. Oh, you're good. I forgot we're not talking about Dallas. Yeah, no, we're not talking about Dallas. It was was an L. It It was a stinker of a game for the Rangers. We all expect them to have a dud eventually, and that was the dud. But the, you know what? They bounced back, and that's what matters. And we're talking about positive things, not negative Sorry. ones. Because Dallas was a shocking sequence of events for me anyways because they got out to what was a 3 to nothing lead and then lost. So, um, uh, Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, then they got doubled up after that, so... Um, but moving on, Mika Zibanejad continues to make the Philadelphia Flyers his bitch. <laughs> um, it's it's uncanny how well he plays against the fucking Flyers. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. I mean, the second goal that he had where he just stuck his stick out and it goes in the fucking net. I'm like, dude, there's something in the air in Philadelphia, man. It's ridiculous. I don't know what it is, but I love it. Um, I'm officially dubbing this Mika November. 
Oh, Meekavember? Meekavember. Meekavember. You heard it here, folks. T-shirt's coming. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Mika, Mika and the Rangers came out buzzing quick. I mean, they scored two goals in the first two minutes. You got Mika at 45 and Cridey. Uh, yeah. Crady Babes unassisted at 153. Now, that was the turnover, right? Where, like, they won the faceoff and just passed it to him in front of the net? It was fucking weird. I don't know that or was I that, that game. Or was that... I can't remember what game that was. Fuck me. I don't know if that was the Bruins. No, it was no, the, it was no, no, the Flyers. No, 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 that was Panarin. No, no, it was that definitely... Was it was not. It was Kreider. Um, He... The... The Rangers or the the Flyers won the faceoff in their D zone and then went to go pass it cross ice and Kreider was literally like in the middle, two feet in front of the net and scored. That was the second goal of the game. I was gonna say that definitely happened in recent memory with Panarin. Yes, but this was this was Friday's game. I don't, I can't. I, mean, that, I think it happened in Seattle. With I Panarin. I don't remember that. I don't know that I watched Friday's game. Um, I had a lot of shit to do that's Friday. A, that's okay. Friday is a busy day. Um, and then the second period, 741, was that fucking fluky goal with Zabinajad just sticking his stick out and deflecting it over... Uh, is it Carter? Carter Hart? Is that his name? Is that the goalie? Was that who was playing? It was. It was definitely their starter. I just can't... Is that... That's his name, right? Carter Hart? I know that's their starter. Yeah, Carter Hart. But I don't, yeah, I don't so, know if that was the goalie for the game. No, it definitely was. Because they, they said it okay. like three times. I just couldn't remember his 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 first name. I thought it was Carter. I just knew they, yeah, they said no. Hart. Um, it's Carter. Yeah, so that was just a fluky thing. Uh, kind of goofy. Blake Wheeler continues his point streak. Uh, Gustafson also lightened it up. Uh, Rangers looked really good in that game because they only had 18 shots on net. So they put three in the back the of the net. Three. Yeah, they they no, they won three to one against Philly. Um, which game? Oh, okay, it's okay. Never mind. Dude, it's Thanksgiving week. We're all fucked up. Um, Dude, the biggest takeaway I have from this game is that obviously we talked about D- or, uh, Dallas slightly. That was probably Igor's worst performance of the season. I think he had like an eight four eight save percentage. It was awful. It was a bad night for him. Um, yeah, he comes back. With a one goal outing on thirty seven shots for a nine seven three, get second star of the game, thirty six saves. It's just a great way to bounce back and be like, I'm still Igor Shesterkin. Fuck you. So you love to see it. I'm still the best goalie in the league. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's either me or Ilya Sorokin. It depends on what day of the week it is. Um, but the dude. He just looked so good, and and that was good to see. And then, obviously, to cap off a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, the the game that made me the most nervous and the game that I was most surprised with is a seven to four thumping. It wasn't even that close of a fucking game against the Boston Bruins. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, it was at the start. It was three three twenty six seconds off, into the second off period. A loss from fucking. Roy. Yeah, they got drummed up by Detroit. They've actually I so I heard a statistic on uh the Locked On Rangers podcast that the Bruins had given up five or more goals in their last four games, which is unheard of. But whatever, I'll take um, what I can get. The the Rangers the Rangers now have the privilege 
of saying that they have handed Boston a regulation loss in incongruence with Detroit. Detroit is the only other team to beat the Boston Bruins this year. Yes, because they get they've handed them two losses, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, that makes the New York Rangers the best team in the NHL by win percentage. They're tied with Boston in points, but they have the better win percentage, so that makes them the best team in the NHL. Um, which yes, is because they still have a game in hand. Correct. Which is, if you had told me that and that that was going to happen in September, I would have punched you the fucking head. <laughs> like you're an idiot. I, That's yeah, not happening. I, I would have. I. <laughs> I would have made you swallow your fucking front teeth. Yeah, exactly. I'd have been like, oh, dude, I want whatever you're having, because clearly <laughs> it's a great fucking hallucinogenic, because that's what you're doing right now. Uh, but, and, and the thing speaking is, of, um, but what do you mean, speaking of? <laughs> so, James and I were working on the, the studio this afternoon. Uh-huh. You go to Tully's for lunch. You had a hallucinogenic? There's, there's, there, no, there's some dude that was on... Probably everything. Oh, good for him. Sitting at the end of the bar. And that's that's why James said we ran into McGraw. Oh, so you got uh you got lunch entertainment. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean you love to see it. He was just, he was he was just sitting down at the end of the bar like he was he was a good forty feet away from us and we heard everything he was talking about. God bless. Um but diving into, but diving back into the the Bruins and Rangers game, um, not only on the scoreboard was it a thumping, but if you break down the metrics, it was a fucking thumping. Rangers forty shots, Boston thirty one. Rangers twenty hits, Boston thirteen. Penalty minutes were even, but I don't fucking care about that. The Rangers won almost sixty percent of the faceoffs. Yeah, so, last time I looked, it was forty one twenty four. Yeah. And so I believe the Rangers one for three Correct on the power play. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but I think Vincent Trocheck I think Vincent Trocheck leads the league in faceoff win percentage. He does. It's the first time in Rangers history that they've had three centermen in the top fifty. And Vincent Trocheck is number one. Yeah, it's uh, it's Vinny Trocheck. Um, it was Philip Hedel before he got hurt, and then Mika Mika was like at the, like forty eight or something like that. Because, but he's he's close to fifty percent for like the first time in his career. I mean, he's like forty eight point nine, which is I'll take it. Um, yep, that's not really his strong suit. He's much more of a playmaker center than he is a puck possession center. If he's going to improve in the faceoff dot, it just means more possessions, which which is a big thing for this team because, like we've talked about prior, historically they were like a one and done team, and every time that they seem to get an offensive zone faceoff, they never even got the one because they lose the fucking faceoff, and then and now they just get those chance after chance after chance. Also, there was um, did you watch the Boston game? Yes. So you saw? Oh yeah, you were texting watching it yeah. while. Yes, I was laying in bed watching it while watching Michigan Ohio State. So Jimmy VC's goal. I'm becoming a good podcast. I'm a, I'm becoming a good podcaster. Yes, you are. Um, I'm so impressed with that actually. But Jimmy VC's goal 
was crazy because they, they had, I think it was 50 seconds of a delayed penalty to score that goal. Because he got high sticked. Yes. And then yes, it was going to be high, a it yes. was going to be a four minute high stick because he was bleeding, but they scored the goal, yes. so they got the two minute power play. But they had it was fifty yeah. seconds of six six on five possession, and they scored that. That's fucking insanity. That's insane for a delayed penalty. That poor referee's arm was probably so sore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he has to hold it up the whole time. Yeah, He's just skating around holding it up. I mean, at some point you got to put a second hand up there. You got to hold <laughs> to hold the one hand up. I don't know, man. And they're going to skate. And I I mean, I can skate, but I don't know about I I would definitely get tired. Yeah, I can I can skate. I can I can buzz around I can buzz around the ice a few times, but but that that wow. goal was was the beginning of the end for the Bruins cuz that led to a uh, Oh, for that, sure. That led to three straight fucking alarms for the boys. Uh Charlie, Three straight goal songs. Charlie, Charlie Coyle does a fucking garbage time, whatever. And then uh, Artemi Panarin was like, LOL, dude. <laughs> All right. And then puts you the thought game. you were going to only lose by three? Yeah. Puts or the, only lose by two? Puts the game on ice with 12 minutes left in the third period. And then the uh, the Rangers just sat yeah. down in the D end and just said, uh, go back to Boston, you fucking losers. And uh, also, the Boston Whites are so boring. I historically I like the Boston jersey, but their their road jerseys are so fucking seem, boring. Is it just me or did they seem more white? Well, the, I know that they're doing the centennial like style stuff, and I think that's what it was. Yeah, because it's... they seemed more white than they usually were. Yeah, they looked excessively boring. In, <laughs> if if I remember right, they at least had the black shoulders. Yeah, and they also they. They flipped the color of the B. So the B historically is a yellow B, yellow outside, black spokes, and they flipped it. And so that throws you off too. And they, yeah, it used to be colors up on the shoulders, and now they just do the, the two stripes in the arms and the stripe in the bottom. And it gives you the whole upper third of the jersey is just white with nothing on it. Yeah, it's it's just... It's very boring. It's lackluster to say the least. Correct. But um, either way, through through the holiday, the boys are fucking absolutely buzzing. Um, that let me just pull up the standings real quick, just so I can give you the fucking statistics. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Good job. I, I felt myself stuttering on it, and I was like, I'm just going to go with it and just fucking make it ridiculous. <laughs> and you're the one who's so not sober. I, was, I almost actually called you while I was, in, uh, I was in Tennessee. I went to Gatlinburg, and there was like this like eclectic, you know how like fucking southern flea markets are. There's always like an eclectic sports collector. Um, yeah. He had, he had this metallic magnetic board. And it was it was for real time standings tracking. Each team had a magnet, and they were put in their respective divisions, and you could move them up and down and put them where they wanted. I was like, dude, that'd be so sick for like the pod, but I didn't I didn't grab it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I should have grabbed it. Dude, Just what do you think? <laughs> live NHL standings in the background. Um, Hell yeah! But uh, also, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. James did not buy that signed poster. What sign poster? The one he sent us the other day. 
I forgot about it. His big show one. Oh, that you fucking piece of shit. He's dead to me. It's okay. He's my bitch for the next three weeks. So, um, yes, sir. <laughs> but, uh, so the Rangers in the division are a seven point lead with a game in hand on the Carolina hurricanes, uh, which is ridiculous. Uh, the two on Philly. So Washington has two in hand, but even with two wins, there's still five points behind us. Honestly, the most egregious thing is that the Rangers are so far ahead of the division that the Carolina Hurricanes are only one point further ahead of last place in the division than they are behind the Rangers. They have an eight-point lead on the Columbus Blue Jackets, and they have a seven-point deficit to the Rangers. not even fucking close you know what makes me even you know what makes me even more happy what seeing the pittsburgh in the fucking the dumpster penguins yeah having a, an Dude, 11 point deficit honestly the bottom of this division makes me fucking rock hard islanders penguins devils eat my ass all of you you trash <laughs> toronto not trash having a great ass. start to the year Honestly, like there's a bunch of teams that I thought would have good starts to the year that didn't. Uh, Calgary's middle of the road. Edmonton's in the dumpster, but they seem to be figuring it out. Um, but then you got like the opposites. Like who saw the Vancouver Canucks coming out to the fucking slingshot of a start they've had? Yeah, 29 points in 22 games. Do you know the only other team that has a record equal to us in our last 10? Can you name it without Is looking it- up? I'm already looking it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is the Los Angeles Kings. They're also 8-1-1 one, one in their last 10. They're on a five-game win streak. Thank you for Jonathan Quick. Yeah, thank you. Even if Phoenix Copley's kind of lit. Um, Phoenix Copley is kind of lit, and the, he did make a pit stop in Vegas before coming to us. But Right. Um, but even then, there's... They're they got the same amount of games played as us, but they're thirteen three and three, uh, two point deficit. And Jesus, they're nine zero and zero on the road. That's ridiculous. Four three and three at home. That's insane. Buckle it, buckle it up. Four three and three at home is unacceptable. <laughs> the um, fact that the Rangers are nine two and the Rangers are have more wins away than they have home games played. Yeah. But that's honestly because of that that Western road trip going five and zero on that. That's that's the reason why that's yeah, that, the case. that was huge. That that's the earliest they've ever gone on a West Coast road trip. It was crazy. It felt weird. Um but we'll dive into what they have coming up this they've week. Got Buffalo. Yep. And then Buffalo the night this podcast drops and then they finish the month in Detroit. Which is Foxy comes back. He's been on the ice, right? He has been skating, yes. But I, I, I hadn't heard when he was coming back. I know that he's eligible to return the 29th. I know we talked about this, but if they, with the fact that they're still fucking dominating, if they, if they let him take his time, I'm cool with that. Once we get, after we get Detroit, Absolutely. after we get done with Detroit on Wednesday, we literally have Nashville, San Jose, Ottawa, Washington, and then like all back to back like that. Those are all dumpster teams. Like, Whatever. 
we'll go we'll we'll get that taken care of and then you could have him ready for when the kings come to town on december 10th and i'd be more than happy with that give him an extra two weeks to chill because then that the uh, middle of december is kind of a kind of a gauntlet you got kings leafs ducks bruins leafs So we'll see. And they play Edmonton. Oilers. Yeah, but Oilers. Oilers a high offense team. Yeah, and I, that's why I'm not particularly worried about Edmonton because the Rangers have been a shutdown defense this year. the the uh, The performance in Boston. They're up six two on Anaheim right now. Yeah, well, it's Anaheim. Like the Ducks are 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 good, but they're I mean they're they're better than expected, but they still they're they're another one that has like I think their goalie's a rookie, right? Ekris or whatever his name is. What no? Am I tripping? Am I stupid? I think you might be. <laughs> Did I make that up? Because their goalie's John Gibson. <laughs> I thought I got a rookie card that was something Ek Ek something. Oh, nope, it's John Lucas Gibson. Dolstel. <laughs> Lucas Dolstel is the... Uh... Something. Yeah, you know what? It was a K, and I was there, so I don't want to hear about it. Yep, nailed it. Uh, Lucas Dolstel's 5-3-0 with a 3-7-8-8-9-3 save percentage. Not great. And uh, yeah. John Gibson is... John Gibson. Hold on. I'll tell you. I've got him on my team. Even worse. Well, even better and even worse. It's weird. He's four eight no two six yeah, four better. nine one four. He's got better numbers, but he's shit. Oh, like wins and losses. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's coming to uh, shut down the rest of this game. But imagine now, this is one of those things where it's like so funny. The dude. So if you take away his record, dude has a two six four goals against and a nine one four save percentage. Now imagine what. Edmonton's record is if they have a goalie like that. That's a middle of the road goalie. That's that's like a, your average NHL goalie. It's 14th and 15th in both yeah. respectively. The fucking Edmonton Oilers are probably 12 a 12 win team if they have that average of a goalie. Yeah. Stuart Stuart Skinner, Jack Campbell, poopy. Poopy in the butt. Yeah. Um but yeah, I have a Lucas Dostal. That serialized. just reminded me of fucking Family Guy. Yeah, weenie in the butt. Pow! Weenie, weenie in the butt. Um. Yeah. So that's that's what's upcoming. Um. Honestly, dude, I, I keep looking for things to critique. I guess if I really had to critique something, um, it would probably be just shot selection i mean the rangers have a tendency especially when the game gets tight to be pass first and sometimes i wish they just fucking fling it you know and get the dirty goals but other than that man i mean they've got a they've got a presence in front of the net i mean Kreider. i what Kreider Kreider lives in the blue in the blue bank he does yeah absolutely i mean that's i mean out of his oh my god justin tucker actually missed a kick um um, no, but uh, what I was going to say is that you and I have been screaming at this team to be a shoot first, pass second team. Right. At least for the last two, three years. Correct. And, that's... and I'm, I'm kind of glad to see 
Artemi taking that in stride. Well, look what it's done for him. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. And I think Don't that, get me wrong. I, I, I wish he's always Mika been would learn a lesson. He's always been the playmaker kind of winger, but. I'm I'm glad to see I'm glad to see him at this point. Absolutely. I mean he's unreal and hopefully over with what we've saw over this past week because yeah, Mika's a notoriously slow starter. So hopefully we get him buzzing Always. and then a Rangers team with a first and second line buzzing dude if I don't they might do what the fucking Bruins did last year and win 10, 12 straight games. Plus, plus the fourth the fourth line is... The fourth line, I think, I, honestly, and this could be biased, but I honestly think the Rangers are the best fourth line in hockey, especially when Heedle's healthy yeah, like, and you have you Gaudreau. Know, you have Gaudreau centering that line. Dude. Their, their fourth line right now is Benino, Pitlick, VC. VC, but when Heedle's healthy, they have Gaudreau, VC, Pit, or... Yeah, Gaudreau, VC, and um, the fuck? I just had a, Wheeler? I, n- stroke. No, the other guy you just said. Not Pitt, like the other one. Benino. Uh, Benino? Benino? No, he's always no. a fourth liner. He, always, right? Yeah, so I'm saying. So the, the person who's gone when Heedle's around is Pitlick. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That fourth line. Pitlick. It like drops to the fourth line, and that becomes so. Our first line is Panarin, Mika, Laffy. Yep. No, no, not Panarin. Panarin second line. No, no, no. Our first line is uh, Mika, is, is Mika Kreider and it's Mika um, Kreider Laffy. No, our first line is Mika Kreider or Wheeler. Wheeler. No, yes. currently it is. Currently it is, but that's that's what it is. Currently it is. No, it, it wasn't that to start the season. I know, but the start of the season doesn't matter. It's what it is right now. They've used the same no, lines I'm, for the I'm last saying what it, two weeks. No, I know. I'm saying what it was when the season started was... Oh, yeah. You had you had Kako on the right Kreider, side. Kreider, Mika, Kako. Yeah, and then you had... Um, and then it was Panarin, Trocek, Laffy. Wrong. Trocek was the third line center. Then it was Panarin with... Heedle it was Heedle, yeah. Laffy. It, was, it was Panarin, Heedle, Laffy, and then it was Trocheck. Um, Trocheck, Wheeler, Goudreau. No, Goudreau was the fourth does line he, Does he center the fourth line? Yeah, I'm trying to think of who the third line left was, or winger, or the other winger. Then it was, oh, it was Wheeler. It was Wheeler, it was Wheeler, yeah, because him and Kako flipped. Yeah. Um, And then your fourth line was Goudreau, VC, Benino. In that, quite frankly, depth-wise, I mean, find a roster that's deeper than that. I mean, probably maybe Boston, but maybe. I I consistently tell people that I think the Rangers' fourth line can outbattle any fourth line in the league. There's, they'll certainly outfight you. I mean, Jimmy VC will fucking outbattle anybody in the league in the fourth line. Are you kidding me? Jimmy VC is a dog. So glad they went back and- him. Yeah, absolutely. He's a fucking he's steal. So he's a, I think he's a league minimum 825. And dude, the Rangers are getting so much value this year. Gustafson, league minimum, veteran minimum. Wheeler, veteran minimum. VC, league minimum. 
they're and they're all performing way above their fucking Pitlick, contracts. Pitlick, Pitlick minimum. league minimum. Benino league minimum. Yeah, and these dudes are fucking having. I wouldn't say like banner years, but they're having productive years ba- for what they're getting paid. And they, dude, I, honestly, dude, Drew, in the off season, I bitch, but I think Drury hit home runs. I mean, he just got fucking plug and play dudes who are out there just doing. What they, I mean, with I mean, I but cannot picture. He got, he got role players. Yeah, exactly. He got role players, and I'm so thankful because I, I can't even imagine what this team would have done without Adam Fox if we didn't have Gustafson. He has, he has, he's not, he, obviously he's not Fox, but he's fit that role so well. The power play hasn't taken a huge dip. Overall, that pairing with Lindgren is still just as productive as it always has been. And you you wouldn't know that we lost a Norris Trophy winner. You can't look at the team and say, no. oh, they lost a Norris Trophy winner. And that, we should be so thankful for that. You can't, you can't look at a 15-3-1 New York Rangers team and say, they're, they're playing without Adam Fox. Yeah, they've been playing without Adam Fox for a month. <laughs> right. <laughs> they've been playing without two of their best players for a month because Heedle's been out the same amount of time. They went down yeah. the same day. Yeah. I mean, kudos, kudos to fucking Drury. I talk a lot of shit, but he put to, he's, he's got a roster. Yeah. Dude, he's got a roster, and Laviolette is making the best of it. And honestly, dude, like I think about it, and it, if they suffered a couple more injuries, it's still next man up. Down in fucking Hartford, you got who do you have down there? You got, I mean, on the D end, you got Zach Jones. On the offensive end, you got Offman. Zach got, Jones is up right now. You got you got Offman. Who's the other one that that got his first goal last year? Besides Cooley, you got it in the. Um, in the Montreal game, I can't oh, think of what his last name is. Off. I'm gonna go to Hartford's page because I forgot. Yeah, like, you do that. He's another one. Like, there's like there's like three or four guys that could easily come up and like, play just I, as well. He was he's like he's like the one ahead of Othman. Yeah. Um. As soon as you say it, I'm gonna fucking kick myself in the knee, but. I have a stroke. <laughs> All right, so this is the roster. I can't remember. I mean, obviously you got Brennan off the, but you got Brett Berard, you, Turner yeah. Elson, Jake Lecision, Riley Nash. Jake, Jake Lecision played with us last year. Yeah, so did Johnny Brodzinski. He comes up all the time. Was it Matt Rempe? Yeah. No, Matt Rempe's not it yet. Bobby Trevino, Alex Belzel, Ryder Korchak, Adam Edstrom, Adam Sakura, Carl Henriksen, and on D you got... Matthew Cairns, Ben. Oh, it's Ben Harper. Um, oh, Ben Harper. Yeah, yeah. Ben Harper played with us for a long. Yeah, he was up for a, for a few games time. last year. Yeah, um, and then you got Zach Brazola, Blake Hillman, Grant Gabrielle, Nicholas Bruyard, Matthew Robertson, Brandon Scanlon, Mac Howell, and then obviously Garand and Deming. We both know are fucking fantastic because we've <laughs> gotten to see him, even though we shouldn't have. Um, that's right. <laughs> so. But yeah, so like you, I mean, between Lecision, Brodzinski, Brennan Othman, Ben Harper, and obviously we have Jones, and then Will Cooley is up this year, the whole year. He's made the roster, so. The one that I'm most excited to see, other than Brennan Othman, I don't even know if he's made it to the A yet, is Gabe Perot. No, he is playing for Boston College. Okay. 
But so, he is leading Boston College in points. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so excited for Gabe Burrow. For any of our listeners who don't know much about college hockey, Boston College is like a Duke for college hockey. Like they are a premier program. So for him to be leading the team in points, it is a very fucking big deal. <laughs> it for for college hockey, it's like Quinnipiac, Minnesota, Boston College, and that's about it. Well, you got really the bean pot because all the Boston schools are pretty good. Yeah, and then all the Boston schools, obviously Minnesota, obviously Quinnipiac, and then you got the. You got really then if you go like the, the the blue blood programs you want to list ten like you do in basketball you probably go Midwest and go Denver Michigan and uh, Colorado and that's it right and even still that's only six yeah I mean hockey's not quite as deep because I mean yeah no that's it that's really it they get the four the four Boston schools but they rotate. Like if one's good, one's down. BU, B, Boston University, Boston College, Hartford, and what the fuck is the other one? Not Hartford, <laughs> Harvard, and then no Northeastern, and then you've got uh, Quinnipiac. Are they are they in Jersey? I couldn't even tell you. I have no idea where they are. Yeah, you got it feels Quin- like Pennsylvania. Yeah, you got Quinnipiac, and then you've got Denver, University of Denver. You've got University of Colorado. You've got Michigan. And I, I'm trying to think of who else was in the Frozen Four last year. That's a perennial. Minnesota. Oh, yeah, Minnesota. Duh, the Golden Gophers. They're like the Minnesota. So, Minnesota fighting Jesus. Yeah, it's really, honestly, Minnesota is like where all the best players in the Midwest go. And then Boston College is where all the best players from the East Coast go. And then everybody else kind of fills from rosters New from England. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the Canadians go where they want to because they're Canadians. Um, but yeah, no, I, that's what I mean, though. Like, we're like, you got Gabe Perot lighting it up in the NCAA. I'd listed off four players who are plug and play. Like the Rangers are so deep that I think we're set for like, I, people, you know, I was worried that our window a might be closing, six. but I think we're okay. Yeah. Like we might see Mika Panarin Kreider for another two, three, but. To have all these guys just tearing it up in the A and in college and being a young team that's fucking hungry again. Yeah, I love it. You love to see it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to say before we shut her down? We're hitting 40 minutes. That's a good good amount of time. Yeah, that's that's a perfect amount of time. Um, Yeah. No, I'm I'm just really excited to see where this team goes. I'm so glad that the Rangers finally have a decent backup to Igor. And yeah, we're not we're not know. having to rely on him as much. Here's to, here's to the best team in the NHL. Hell yeah, brother! Um, so this pod drops. We got Buffalo tonight, and then we'll have Detroit Wednesday, where we will record after that game. And uh, and talk those two games with you guys on Thursday, and then we're into the uh, the dumpster schedule with Nashville, San Jose, 
Ottawa, Washington before we head into mid-December. And then Christmas, guys, so just bear with us. It's going to be a fun ride. We're a quarter of the way through the cool. season. We're a quarter of the way, and we're the best team sitting at 31 points. And we love to see it. Hell yeah. Alrighty, guys, we'll see you later this week, uh, Thursday. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye bye.